All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, the non-binaries, the binaries, the whoever's, everyone, what's going on? We are back with another episode of Afterthoughts with Mike. Today, my two guests are Yelena and Avery. Hello. Hello. All right, you guys, this is a kind of depressing episode. Not really depressing at all. It's just going to be us goofing off. This is one of the last hangouts that we'll have with Yelena for a while before she moves away mm. to the magical pizza place in the sky <laughs> aka new york uh <laughs> we'll all be hanging out soon she's coming back down pretty soon in like june yeah not anything too dramatic no, everybody has really soon everybody's got everybody's phone numbers and stuff like that you know so how we not, are yeah. we're like oh my god you're not in front of me every day we're yeah. freaking the fuck out yeah yeah so uh, you guys might be saying mike You've been gone for a little while. Where have you been? What have you been doing? And that's just basically because of life. You know, um, there's this thing called life going on. Uh, some of us work, some of us don't work, some of us work, and some of us don't work. And and most of y'all that don't work, I'm working. That's why, okay? No shade. I'm not trying to be a shady little, little guy on the internet. I'm just saying, look, if I go missing, it's not always the depression that's got me. Sometimes it's being tired from work. Uh, but on today's episode, we're just going to have fun. We're going to hang out as friends. Just just so you all know, that that's not us torturing anybody. That is a puppy in He's the fighting his nap. Yeah. He is not trying to take his nap. He is trying to be peoples with us, and he's losing the battle. <laughs> look how sleepy he looks. Look at his eyes. He's all blinky. He looked like he had our breakfast this morning. <laughs> yeah, he looks he looked really like, knocked out. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, y'all shared some of that breakfast, so now I'm sleepy. He looks kind of high. Oh, there he goes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's where I've been. And yes, I know some of you who are following me on YouTube, you know, Prince Michael and Jealous on YouTube. Not, you know, shameless plug. Um, I'm, I haven't posted on there in a while, but that's also because that involves me setting up cameras and microphones and all types of other stuff. But that's, you know, besides the point, we're going to put up some stuff. Don't worry. Um, so how was this morning for you guys? I mean, besides us having breakfast together, you know. I was so sleepy this morning for some reason. We didn't go to sleep till like two. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up at like eight, eight o'clock or something on a Saturday. And I'm like, ugh, it's yeah. rainy. So I just wanted to sleep. But other than that, I mean, it's been a nice chill day. Rainy and beautiful. And that, that nice, quiet, like weekendy vibes because you don't want to go out and do stuff i mean it's that just before the summer hits kind of last cool rain you know because once that summer hits and the rain comes then yeah muggy it's that disgusting feel like you just got out of a sh- like hot shower with your oh. like basically stepped in a shower with your clothes on i hate that oh. feeling my mom and i had a conversation about that recently i feel like i would rather be caught in rain that's cold than rain that's hot my mom was like why i'm like why would you want to be in a hot rain you've been in Rain that's cold though, that gives me like I hate saying this, but it gives me that that old school like music video Yeah like vibes. River, We're, cry, yeah, cry me a river. One <laughs> well, to wish. Me, rain it makes sense for rain to be cold, but when I look look it's raining, I'm like, okay, cool. And I go outside and it's hot as an oven and it's pouring rain, I'm like Ew, like, I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't... Then again, we're probably not the people that, like, live in the Amazon. <laughs> we're used no, to but that. I've gone to Florida a lot, and I used to hate going to Florida during the summer. Florida is its own thing. Well, like, every day between, like, 2 and 4 p.m., it will pour, like, torrential downpour for about 20 minutes, and then nothing. But then this, the ground will steam for the whole day because mm-hmm. of all the humidity. And... Shout out to Florida. We see y'all are having fun. <laughs> While the rest of us are, you know... I have a lot of family and friends in Florida. I love it in the wintertime. They have lows of like 65, 70 That's degrees. Sexy, and they're like, man. oh, it's so cold. Have like parkas on and shit. And I'm like. That's us in New York coming down to the south. Everybody's like, it's so cold. Y'all, you just got on them shorts. Yeah. <laughs> when I lived yes. in New York, I came down here and visited in like November. And I came out of the airport with short sleeves and, and shorts on. Oh, this is nice. And mom's like, aren't you cold? I'm like, mom, it's no. a solid 15 degrees warmer than New York. It is hot oh, yeah. here. <laughs> I went out with my first Christmas in North Carolina. It was probably 70 something. Mm-hmm. I was in, I was in shorts. To be sunny here. Yeah. yeah. I was in shorts during Christmas and I was like doing the math. I was like. Yeah, Christmas is always sunny here. It could be chilly, but almost always is sunny. Or if it is anything other than that, it's cloudy. But we never have snow, you know. Mm-hmm. I miss Kentucky's. We had white Christmases up there when I grew up up there. But um, we don't always have them. 
but one time in New York, it was hot during Christmas, and I remember that because I was walking around. Everyone Wait, time's out. Did you say Charlotte? Kentucky with the snow. No, but did you say Charlotte before? I, I don't know. Maybe I'd pause. That's fine. If you can. Oh, uh, I was saying one uh, Christmas it was really warm. In fact, it was in the 70s, and everybody's freaking out because it was. I mean, we, first of all, it wasn't that we didn't have a snowy Christmas. We also had a hot ass Christmas because it was summertime basically during the winter time. I think and I remember that one too. Yeah, that was stupid. I can't I, remember what year was that. That was like I think that was the year before I came down here. That was 2000. And, was it? I came down here 2005. No, 2015. 16, so it was 15. Because I remember that. I might have been up there. I think so. For that. I think I was doing a show. But yeah, that was. There was another one in like early 2008, 2007 around there where it was like hot as hell. And I remember getting into an argument with my mom. Because you know, ethnic parents, they're all about, oh, so you're just not listening to me. Oh, oh. She was like, what is the temperature? I'm like, it's about to be 80 something degrees. And no joke it was 79 point something and my mom was like <laughs> it was that moment where your parent like starts wondering you might not be mine you might be the devil or something <laughs> how did you predict the weather rosemary's baby i said it was going to be hot <laughs> make it hot oh satan <laughs> literally i'm trying to think like that that is some of the best time though like this weather right now is some of the, like the coolest perfect like hang out outside i mean if it wasn't wet but like it's cool, not any pollen but, like, anymore yeah. so like i'm not having my sneezes like i was mm-hmm. so. and praise be to whatever deity you believe in uh <laughs> that most of the pollen is washing away it'll be back we know that but like right now I know I ain't got to hear no coughing from people. I don't got to hear no, no, because there's a, a bit of paranoia that we're all in right now still due to the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the thing going on. We don't want to say the name. Was it a drive-thru we went through the other day with a girl? I was like on the other day and we just heard like a, <coughs> or whatever. Was that a drive-thru? That's Some like, of yeah. y'all made the face. The, no, I looked, mm. I looked at you later. I was ordering with my mask on. I already put it on. And I was at the little box and I heard like a cough and like a really throaty cough. And I was just like. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like a, <coughs> Anything else? I, I need to know your name. That's what's else. <laughs> Who is your manager? I just turned to look at Elena and I was like, "We all turn into Karens on that." <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Where's the who's the who's the adult on shift? You've been working the register all day. Yeah, just the whole shift's cool. Cool. Okay, good cool. to know. Glad you're not you ain't been in the back with the food and the money. No, good. Okay. You ain't touching the pies with the ice cream machine. I know your ice cream machine down, but you ain't touched it, did you? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I think that's the most annoying thing about McDonald's. <laughs> it is always yeah. broken. I, I mean, honestly, though, the milkshakes aren't the best. They are, so. They're not. But the McFlurries? The ice cream is too thick. It's like, uh, it's like liquid cement. Like, you know, cement before it dries. We can't talk about thick, thick ice cream because the only place I know that's got that thick, 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 thick ice cream and you North Carolinians and Southerners in general need to be ashamed of yourselves for not warning people from the North about is that dang cookout milkshake. Hashtag cookout, yeah. Hashtag try to kill somebody. I took Elena there when she first moved to I'll never forget when I brought her a tray and she heard the total was like four something or five dollars because she got a milkshake. She went. I know. I was nuts. I'm like, get out of here. Five dollars? Five dollars is what you get for, I mean, you get like maybe a burger alone for five dollars. I mean, depending on what uh, shop you go to, you'd probably, like there's this one place I used to go to in my neck of the woods in New York. And they would give you like two bacon, egg, and cheeses and a cup of coffee for like five bucks. No, I remember when I was in New York and I went to like those dollar pizza places because I fucking love those places. And you got a piece of pizza for a dollar. I'm like, cool. And then they're like, I said, do you have any sodas? Whatever. Yeah, two dollars for a can of soda. I paid two dollars for a can. <laughs> Excuse me. And a dollar for a slice. I looked at what? this guy like, I'm like, where I live, I can get a 12 pack for two eighty. $3. What? <laughs> what are you He's like doing? $2 for one can. It was not even a, I was thinking a couple. Okay, cool. He, motherfucker handed me a can. I was like, are you serious right now? That's the land of the bodegas. I you, held it and I was like gauging. The, I mean, this is what $2 feels like. Heck no. Heck no. I mean, but that's not a steal like it is in Ron Central Park. They get them tourists, man. 
They sell water for five to seven dollars. Well, that's, they can because everyone's dying Home and there's nowhere else to get water. Re us. I I think for one, I, I disagree with it, but I also learned some things from some some of my southern aunties and uncles. You always got to carry yourself a refreshment. I carry a Brita, a Brita bottle so I can yeah. fill it up literally anywhere in New York City. I mean, I haven't been doing it for the last few days, but like I always have my 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 water bottle, my little hydro flask. <laughs> Get me some water, cause I'd be damned if I'm fixing to pay seventy eight dollars for a bottle of water. That's seventy eight dollars. That water better have a, a, a reusable tap, clock. Hell yeah. It better, it better fucking, it better be ultra purified, bathed in the blood of Jesus, <laughs> rubbed off the belly of Buddha, like touched a T Rex once. I don't know. Once, like something dramatic better have happened to that water. This water better, like this water is made from the springs of a giant. At the very least, let it be alkaline. At the very least, yeah, it will return eighteen years of youth to your face immediately. $78? Okay. Alright, shoot. I'm trying to think of what else is like. <sighs> Concrete milkshakes. Those are thick. <sighs> there are a lot of thick milkshakes out here. But like, the fact that McDonald's... Sonic's milkshakes are pretty... Yeah, but see, you can pallet them. They normally, like, they don't stick around too long, you know? No, no, no. I just mean like, but they are thicker, especially when you get the, um... Mm, when they drop them things on them candies and such. Is the Blizzard Sonic or is that like? Dairy That's Queen? Dairy Queen. I get them mixed Dairy up. Dairy Queen. I Sonic always find it funny. They say if you can't flip that Dairy Queen cone up and it stay in the thing, upside down. You you, you, yeah, I say you know how many people be crying when they first shift. <laughs> Yo, there was one guy I read about who online who has a second job at Dairy Queen and then somewhere else, and he got like that that zone and he came to someone like a soda and he did the thing. <gasps> And it went everywhere. But his mind, he was like Dairy Queen. And he just, muscle memory, did that. And just poured the soda all over the counter. That's a weird and nervous switch like, to now have. Because he was like, now I have to explain to this guy why I just handed him this drink, flipped it upside down in front of him. <laughs> he, he didn't really he realize it. Him. He didn't really realize it. Until, you know, because you see them hand it to you and they just kind of absentmindedly go, mm-hmm. you go. He did, he said he was just like, and yeah. here's the ice and it's just like, oh. Sir, I can explain. At Dairy Queen. He probably think it's He's like, man, I knew I was working at Dairy Queen too long when dot dot dot. Anytime anyone hands you something, thanks, man. Fuck. Hi, you've been served. Papers <laughs> all the way just. Like you Seth Rogen and Pineapple Express, so yeah. that'd be how you. Can you imagine that being like? That'd be a smart way to serve a subpoena. Just put it in a cup and be like, here you go, here's your drink, bitch. <laughs> pour, pour it out in front of them. Um, your papers, no, they're yours. <laughs> You've been served. <laughs> See, that's some stupid stuff that, like, the actor in me would oh love to do. You know you'd have fun with that job. You'd yes, have too much I would fun have costumes. Job. I'd have a whole wardrobe team. You would literally be Seth Rogen in Pineapple Express. I'd, like, be, I'd be Seth uh, Rogen. Walking into buildings, like, as a UPS driver, like, oh, you got a delivery? Um, this is yours. You've been served. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, okay, what? Uh, I'd be in the room with an earpiece and stuff, pretending like, all right, guys, what's the bet for today? What are we going to do? Just a bunch of other, like, people who serve people all day taking bets on what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Have, like, a GoPro strapped to my forehead somewhere or whatever. Like Mission Impossible. Yeah. The ceiling, yeah. Just be like, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop out of the ceiling and put these papers on the ladies that know. No, that's, that's too or you could just mail it to her house. Fuck no, nah, it's I mail it to her that's house. Easy. You know what I'm gonna do? All right, she has that old lady neighbor that died last year. I'm gonna dress up as the old lady's ghost. Oh my God, so fucked up. Grandbaby, come here and let me give you the recipes to my cookbook. And she'll be <laughs> taken aback, right? And then she'll pick up the papers, and then I'll go, <laughs> "You've been served," and run off. Some stupid stuff I would do. I'd Scooby Doo villain. All the people would serve. I really want to get you papers. a mask of your own face so you can pull it off. <laughs> it's been me the whole time. Whose face was that? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually kind of smart, though. But if you didn't reveal your face, but if you had a, like yours walking around as you, but say you had a mask of your own face and say you ran off but tossed that mask, they would think, "Fuck, this is not the guy we're looking for." Then he must look like something else. Meanwhile, you're and actually yourself. Just me walking around randomly, and they're like, "Hey, do you live around here?" Yeah, I do. Why? 
there's a guy wearing your face. Again? <laughs> again? Wait a minute, sir. Did you say again? Yeah. Got a popular face. <laughs> Apparently, I'm kind of attractive, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't get where they see it, but whatever. You know. That reminds me of the William Shatner mask from Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like, I have a hard time watching that because, like, in the beginning of the whole time I, I watched that. it, I just kept seeing Captain Kirk the whole... That's what I'm saying, though. Like, could you... So his face is forever associated with this fucking serial killer. Have you seen the actual Captain Kirk mask, though? Like, the regular color? It's weird. It's it's creepier than the actual mask. It's creepier than the Halloween mask. Have you seen it? No. Okay, you keep talking about the image. It's like this human, this flesh-toned face. Ew. It's just terrible. It's like, oh, yeah, we're running around in this mask. That's creepier. Isn't that horrible? Honestly, the white one's not that bad. That, this is horrible. Like, that's horrible. Someone got paid and said, you know what, baby? Let's make a William Shatner mask. No, then they just pull out of an old, like, storehouse or something, like a Hollywood prop store. Yeah, but I mean, they were selling that for kids to wear before it became a, you know. Yeah, then they painted What is that, a 30 triple chin? It's the mask, dude. I know, but that looked gross. Ooh. It's... It's like the face in um, Total Recall. The yeah, the, the, uh, like, tell me that wouldn't be an awesome face where it just like... <laughs> and then like he takes it off, puts it in his hand, and... <laughs> no, you, it. we are talking about why your face took its face off and then turned into another face, sir. Why did your face lose its it. face? They said they're making a sequel. Not, not this is not a planned sequitur, but like they said that they're making a sequel to uh, Face Off. I what? actually weirdly love that movie. I it's full of I don't weirdly love it. I flat out love it. Like there are a lot of plot holes. There are a lot of plot holes in that movie. I will agree with you on that. Yeah, Avery, like the but... height difference and all that, but it's a great movie. Honestly, I love that movie. The, but like the creepy things that he says as uh, when like, uh, do I say spoilers? Because that movie's been honestly out for, like, spoiler a thousand alert. and one years. It's spoiler a, alert! John Travolta, it's Nicolas like Cage. Yeah, it's, honestly, it's ancient. You've been warned. You've um, been warned. You should have seen it by now if you were going to see it. But like, you should watch it. Before I get into what I was going to say. But like when he gets creepy when John Travolta, who is clearly Nicolas Cage's character, is flirting with the daughter and the mother. He straight rapes the mom. Well, he, No, that's, that's, her, that's, that's that rape, is rape. Because, well, he pretended to be. Yeah. Well, how about the fact else? that their bodies are different, though? That's the thing. I'm like, how long has it been since you've had sex with your Okay, husband? I get how you shaved the weight off of... Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. The whole... You John mean Volta to tell me that the, 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 the whole... Uh, Kibbles and bits at the bottom that's what were I'm similar. That's I didn't even I'm think saying. about like, that until I thought now. about that too all the time. Like Part of me is like, yeah, has. scars, See, hair, but body I, hair. I, I could easily replace those parts because, like, uh, CCH Pounder's character says that she goes, "We'll recreate every scar on your body." And blah, 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 blah. yeah, <laughs> she say that? yeah, she she yeah, says okay. we'll make everything yeah, look but identical. Like, dick, dick but then it's like, still like one of those things not even like, just that, but same moves. That's what I'm saying. Or there's noises. Like anything that didn't strike like, You've been using the same moves since 1952. And though they, they're supposed to have this, they never explained how the voices changed either. That was the only thing. Oh yeah, there's a, a microphone in the voice that's like. Oh, right in the vocal cords or something. Yeah. And then like if you I'm like, I'm be sorry, careful if didn't... you sneeze too hard, it may come a, come undone. And you guys didn't like. There's no way you did like a general <laughs> switch. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, all these things. I'm like, oh, like you said, moves like. You've been using the same movie I mean, since 1952. Cage is skinny as fuck in that movie, and John Travolta is. I get John Travolta, but I don't get Nicolas Cage. Like I get them shaving off of you know. Yeah. Travolta. But you didn't pack on pounds suddenly over. To Cage, yeah. Yeah. Not only that, but like y'all were doing his uh, surgery under duress because he had y'all at gunpoint. I do like the scene with the face off where he's like, "I want my face back." I want my face back. I do Sir. like the part where he's like, brah, fucking Bo, and he's smoking yeah. with no face. Yeah. And smoke's coming out of his mask. But that and was then you just cool. see little droplets of blood. I was like, then who is the doctor? Is it James Cromwell? I don't remember. Well, whoever the doctor is, he's just, why did you guys wake me up in the middle of the night? Sir, do you people got guns to your head and you asking them why they woke you up in the middle of the night? A lot of really weird things happen in that movie. It's yeah. just for the sake of the story, and it's just, it doesn't sound plausible. You know what else is another weird movie? Come to think about it. Uh, Con Air. 
Oh my god. Conair is such a beautiful film. I only seen part of it. But that so movie is so weird. I haven't seen the whole thing yet. No. We were watching like those kind of era movies recently, but remember I said that's the one I haven't seen. We watched Passenger 57 and all that stuff, but I haven't seen Conair yet. I've only seen parts of it. Blue Streak's another one where it's like... That movie's weird too. Is that the one with the diamond heist? Yeah, with Martin Lawrence. And, I showed her and, uh, that the other day. That dude that was in almost every 90s film... He was in From Dustle Dawn. He was yep. in uh, Rush Hour. There's also What's His Name from, uh, anyway, say from Rush Hour. Twitchy one. Yeah. Man, I don't know anything. I'm just selling maps now. I sell star maps. It's all I'm selling. Maps! Get your maps! <laughs> I saw him too. Like, I, I literally said, is that the star maps guy? <laughs> I remember saying that when I was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of the movies during that time frame were, like, we were going through some weird stuff in the early 90s. Uh, late 90s and early 2000s like there was a lot of weird movies just out and the American people were like yeah I love it <laughs> I love it can't get enough I mean basically because there was a lot it's true there's a lot of I, I would say unique stories because like that whole face off movie that was a unique concept I, mean, I can't wait to see what they do great. with the sequel <laughs> is it going to be the same actress or is it a different thing crazy. originally they said it wasn't but now they're saying that it might be Cage and uh, Travolta coming back. But wait, didn't no wait, didn't Travolta? Well, Cage technically get killed at the end of the first. They one? say that he died in that movie. I remember, but then he get shot or something. Say. Oh no, he got stabbed in the thigh by the daughter, and then he got shot. Yeah, I don't it'd know. be a weird thing, but it, it would be the first. Time. And they're playing the same characters. I, I, you know what I think? Another secret clandestine group working with faces and stuff. Sequestered this man's body away, thinking that they. Well, you went through the procedure twice. Let's see what it what the side effects are. Blah blah blah. blah this and the fourth. We could see what that's like, and then we could, you know, try to replicate it. And they put him in a coma, or he's in a coma, and then something wakes him up. And then he's got to mentor the new villain. I kind of weirdly hope it's something like that with new people. Because having the same story again with these two characters, I feel like would be kind of like, they don't pull it off right. It might just be cheesy. I mean, it's kind of like, would you make a sequel to Heat? You know, mm, yeah. like well, you could, but like, that's a could you? Story, honestly. No, I don't like, think like, it would work. Yeah, like that's why I'm like, uh, I like the idea of like the whole, but I think it would actually be weirdly cooler if he had died, and then say there's like some crazy sort of like. Like obsessed cop or something that took his body and then did the same Based thing. Based like, off that way? Yeah. To like walk in his I mean, Cage out. is still in like acting. Uh, is, he, is he still paying off that crazy debt? That's why he like. Remember that, that whole thing where he had a whole issue with his accountants and who? Nicholas Cage. He went I know to, that like, he crazy. bought the house from uh, the the Lori house from uh, the little lady that was torturing them slaves back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, the one in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, oh god. I knew he was one of the owners at a certain point, or that was told. Oh yeah, no, he used to be. I don't think he is anymore. I remember he he was at one point. I think he sold it. How do you own a house? Um, that thing is crazy. That whole story. I need a movie on that. I don't need them to show me the torturous parts because that that's part of the problem I have with like when they finally do make films about black people and and it's always slavery or it's about civil rights or it's about oppression. My favorite part of that. Show story. me something new. My favorite part about that story that makes me laugh every time is when the townsfolk found out and you had all these white people who also owned slaves who were like, okay, lady. You can't do that to your okay, slaves, girl. Lady. And they went in and <laughs> ran her out of her own freaking yeah. house. My favorite part, it's so dark to say that <laughs> like, this is my favorite part. Like, these are people who own slaves and they were yeah. like, what? what is she doing over there? Uh-uh, not to the little slaves. <laughs> no, Jesus. I fucking like mob with torches yeah. and pitchforks like raided her house. Oh yeah. My favorite I'm part, sure. even though it's super dark, is that the slave she had one sl- slave tied up, chained up to the the stove. Yeah. Mama so said, sad. "I'm burning this whole bitch down. We got yeah, to go." Yeah. She just set the place on fire. She said, mm, and she okay. and she knew she was likely going to die. She got away though, right? Yeah, they all. I mean, a majority of them got away. I but think she started she it because she was trying to get attention so yeah, they could get out. I'm getting out of here. Even though she knew odds are I'm gonna die because she was chained to that stove, like shackled. She wasn't going anywhere. They said that that lady, and then allegedly, you gotta throw that allegedly out there. You know, one of them ancestors of Miss Lallory coming up up on us talking about something. She didn't kill any slaves. It's, it's, it's ignorance. 
Wasn't her like husband really into that stuff too, or something? And then that way it was, it was like, like a thing? family thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like in the family, if you know what I mean. Her husband was like that. Oh, they were all fucking nuts. I mean, I feel bad for like a lot of it, just because like obviously history does not it it it. it History keeps showing how ugly at certain points life was for people in general. Mm-hmm. But watching Ryan Murphy and like the American Horror Story version of it, it is absolutely just the most ridiculous thing ever. Not really. Like this woman had like torture rooms. I, part of me wants to know how how true it is. I know she had this one room in particular. Yeah, in the attic and everything. Yeah. yeah. And then they said like, well, well they, in the Ryan Murphy her, like, version, they she made her, like H H Holmes basically. At this kind point. of what. Well, not not fully, but, but like she had, she like... had like a no, but it had multiple different compartments in the like the attic where she was torturing folks up, and all types of other stuff. They were just like, they kept showing the whole like room with people being chained up and stuff, and it, it was so weird because like one of the daughters like was trying to hook up with one of the slaves, oh god, and then the mother like killed this slave. This is in the the, the Ryan Murphy version. I don't, this has nothing to do with real life, but like. It was just weird. I'm like, man, oh man. There was a lot of not just racism, not just mistreatment of your slaves. I mean, having slaves in general is a mistreatment, but like, you abuse them slaves that bad that even your neighbors were like, ooh. Because to the average person down there who had slaves, obviously they considered it like a necessary, quote unquote, whatever part of livelihood. Mm-hmm. And so for people to do that, they were like. It's also what is an wrong asset. with you? Yeah, you know, they were expensive. As to messed take, up as a, you know. they were, you know, people are expensive. Keep in mind, guys, whoever's listening people. to this, that we're all talking as from the point of view of people who are descended from slaves. All three of us. So. Uh, yeah, you know, uh-huh. ethnics. I like using the term ethnics. We we we're not saying that there aren't white people. You know, the spicy white people that got a little, you know, Italian, or Irish, or Scottish, or something. There. I'm just saying, like, none of us are condoning slavery. Period. No, we're talking just from history and like understanding you know the background aspects because yeah. that is some dark stuff like it's already dark enough but then adding on to the fact that like you know you, you got the idea that this lady was full on like torturing people and all types of other stuff and then adding on to like the different retellings of the story and the different versions of what happened because i'm sure there are other versions of what happened from people who might have known miss lady a little bit better than history done told her you know i'm sure they all died off and their ancestors have died off or whatever or descendants at that have died off but like had some dark stuff thinking about it like that mm-hmm. i mean yeah the people who had slaves back then were wow this lady's terrible and that says <laughs> well, girl, you lot. can't treat them yeah. like that girl <laughs> damn i mean seriously damn damn because their logic is kind of like well, what's the point in have them you just out here hurting them like this they can't even work like they're supposed to i mean no yeah you want them to do certain things like you're you're training her to the stove because you want her to cook all the time because baby girl apparently can cook right so mama throw down in the kitchen or here's an idea um hey can you cook me something i'm hungry that cake you made the other day was bomb make it no you know what we'll do let's just chain her to the fucking stove because that makes sense Let's just let her sleep there and do everything mm-hmm. she needs to right there. Because that sanitary. makes sense. That's sanitary, too. Like, yeah, you know, around your food I mean, child, back then, who cared about sanitary? And this woman strip was like... But that goes to show you that the gangster the that is the, 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 the females in general, the gangster that is ethnics, the gangster that is... She was ready to go out. She said, I will Literally die. in a blaze of glory. Like She was ready to burn. She was like, I'm, I ain't gonna be here no more. I bet that. And I, bet I ain't got a clock be, in tomorrow. And she won't be here either. Nobody will be here. <laughs> I mean, badass because she saved everybody. It's like the same thing. Like, okay, everybody keeps doing these retellings of like Harriet Tubman, and they have one where Harriet was a bounty hunter and a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, those are cool. But Harriet Tubman, don't sleep on Mama. She was a badass. By like herself. regular Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Regular yeah. degular Harriet Tubman. Real life Harriet Tubman was running away, kidnapping folks in the dead of the night, sequestering them off to other parts of the country. Not even just that. Her teammates were badasses. Mm-hmm. All them white abolitionists and other slaves that were helping her get folks to freedoms and all that other stuff. Like, I, I would kill for a movie on that. Like, I don't like movies like that. The, the the whole, like, keep showing how oppressed everybody is and blah, blah, blah. Like, you, you did enough. I don't need no more helps, even though the help was good. I don't need no more, you know... Uh, what was it? Twelve years a slave. Even though it was good, mm-hmm. give me something different. Come on, 
all right? Show me new struggles. Show me new things. Stop showing me women getting beat upside the head like one of the, you know, directors he loves to do, especially when it comes to black women. He likes putting them in bad wigs, and then he puts the men's in bad wigs, too. But, you know, we're we just going to tell the pair. We're just going to skip over that and act like we are. Would you, who sneezed? Somebody um, sneezed? I, I sneezed. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, Lord. I would um, <laughs> Sorry. I just <laughs> But I I honestly would kill to see a movie like that just to see the business meetings. Like not business meetings like they were sitting in a boardroom, but like them sitting down and being like, Alright, so we got we freed twenty slaves this month. How are we gonna get in there and do it again? Could you imagine? That's I picture them pulling out like a a risk style board game, but it's literally some map, but mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of X's and pins in the table. Alright, this is Harriet right here. It's just right, like some Harry. seeds. Like you're you're this you're this pumpkin seed, so Harriet. We're okay. just gonna move you across the table All right. like that. Now, John, you know that you're supposed to pick Harriet up on what night? May the fourteenth. Underneath the waning Guinness. Yes. 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 <laughs> now, Margaret, I'm to be attending church, pretending to just be a regular lady at the church. Margaret's like, this is so exciting. And here comes Father Phil, the the one priest that's helping. He's hiding the slaves in like the church basement and stuff. And that is what the Lord is going to cover. Because no one would think. Well, a lot of them were doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's crazy. I knew they were using certain places, but there were some school teachers that were doing it stuff. Yeah, technically, bounty hunters couldn't go in there and do anything anyway because as a sanctuary, place of sanctuary. Forgive me, because I went to a really shitty private school that had. No real details of education, so I'm learning a lot of these details. Actually, interesting bit in the Rwandan genocide. Actually, so sad. um, A lot of the uh, the Tutsis who Mm -hmm. went running from their towns and stuff when this massacre was going on, they went to churches because traditionally, this is traditionally like a historical fact. Churches were places of sanctuary, so when people went in there, whether it's refugees, whatever, technically authorities aren't supposed to go in. So people thought that they would honor this. No, they didn't. There were Hutus that went in there and slaughtered like everyone, including the nuns. And well, in one church in particular, they didn't kill the nuns and they didn't kill the father because they were foreigners. So they were off limits. Because the, the Hutu, the radios that were playing in the in the country, they were well, I shouldn't say Hutus, but the people who were behind all this, they basically told everyone don't kill foreigners. You don't want the international community getting involved in this. Don't kill the foreigners. Because once you do that, it gives a justification to these foreign countries to say, hey, we got to invade. Our people are getting killed. So they left these people alone. But could you imagine? You have like 50 people in your church. You can't do nothing. They're just slaughtering people with freaking machetes. So tying that back to this, it is supposed to be a place of sanctuary. But in certain places in the world, in certain times, that wasn't honored. Enough. We went into more detail about it in like elementary school and stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, back when I was in these military based elementary schools, we went into detail with that more. I remember all those details as you're saying it now. I'm remembering it. It's like the older I got, and then the school, the schools I went to here, especially my private school. Yeah, they. It's been so long since I've heard these details. You know what I mean? Back yeah, now, that's it's not weird a thing, though. It's yeah, I remember the school the, system failing. But how crazy is it that my like military base elementary school taught me more about it? Actually, in a pretty accurate way, pretty like openly. And we we would watch these like specials. We watched a lot of things on it. We watched. You, we learned actually some of the spirituals they would say. We learned a lot of stuff. In you think that your religious school? I get what you're saying though. You think the you religious think would, school the would basically? Have, you would think you the know, government. We some things, you would think the government adults. based like military based schools would be more like hey so yeah that's what I'm saying that's what's crazy yeah Yeah. but see that's the thing the reason why they do is because it goes to show where when it comes to the churches or I should say the catholic churches in particular and catholic faith or whatever in terms Mm -hmm. of churches and stuff it, it goes to show how historically it was still respected the government will respect that, okay? Like, we won't... Like, they're not supposed to... It's the same way that a father, when he takes confession, he yeah. can't go and just say, cops. No, you know, I know, I know. That I know. I that's like therapists, you know? Yeah. They can only do that if someone's in danger. Exactly. But, um... So there's... I get that. I just had there. no idea that, in a way, I guess I didn't... I guess I really underestimated what sanctuary was, because considering how people were considered to be property, mm-hmm. I would think maybe sanctuary wouldn't have applied to them. I mean, That's why I was kind of like... You're talking about some badass revolutionaries that were like, huh. I mean, I knew people were hiding slaves in like 
you know, their sellers and their homes, any people who are like along the way who are like, hey, come on, you know, waiting. Well, that's why certain that's religious groups sure, like but... were like everybody was shocked in the recent years when like the Amish and all them others, the Mennonites and everybody else were popping up at like BLM rallies. They're like, mm-hmm. who the hell invited the Amish? And the Amish was like, we've been down with the cause. We've been here before. The Amish are incredibly oppressed as themselves, yeah. like coming to America in general. So I think yeah. they're like, hey. Not just that, but they were already people, helping Todd. That's, what I'm, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, so they're, like, like, they're like looking at everyone else like, you guys act like this is a foreign thing. Yeah. yeah. But see, this is the thing also. When it comes to the churches that were involved in things like this, it is very still... The way they see it is this. It's like, does the father or the leader of that particular church say, I want to involve myself with this? There were people who were abolitionists who were also not technically uh, they were catholic too but let's just say that the faith as a whole sometimes very much so lean towards having fucking slavery as justified but for the most part there were some people who said you know what we'll risk it and we'll let them because let me tell you it's funny how i say this it's not law right so the, the rule of sanctuary is something that's very much a custom so yeah, yeah imagine the knights. Say, Remember when knights used to do that and they wouldn't, if they ever had wanted to fight each other, they wouldn't do it on Sundays and things like that because it yeah. was like an unspoken code of honor. Exactly. It was all very honor-based. And this is the same thing with sanctuary. They, this is why when the whole thing happened in Rwanda, people thought, because it's custom, you know, they weren't going to go into those churches. But, man, they, they just said, and they did their thing. But, of course, it's so egregious. It's so egregious because it's an ingrained custom, true, but it's also tied in with, you know, belief systems. And that seems like taboo as hell to try to break through. You know what I mean? So that's this sort of thing, too. When certain slaves went into, you know, hiding and running, they went into certain churches that allowed for it. Again, it was very much which fathers and which, okay, yeah. you know, parishes or whatever were okay with it. Mm-hmm. But when they were okay with oh, yeah. I mean, you should see in, in Latin America, that's how it was, too. You think that escaped slaves, well, escaped slaves in certain plantations, they went to certain churches, and certain churches were like, especially the, um, what is it, Bartholomew, that I forgot what, the Dominican friars. The friars are just, in fact, in Red Dead, remember in Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, we see the yeah, Exactly, same thing with refugees, they just come into our sanctuary. But yes, basically, it, it all very much is that's, tied to. See, that's type of, like, I hate historical dramas I don't think that they suck I just don't think that they're for me but like I'd kill for some of these movies show me the, the nuns like there was that that what was it in, in Machete uh, where Lindsay Lohan becomes the, the nun who kills people it's like okay I don't want to see the, the modern day version of that I want to see the nun that you know rescues and saves people mm-hmm. historically I want auntie to be out here sending folks away. You have to get on this boat, my child, and save yourself and all this other stuff. That, to me, is interesting. Or, like, movies about how films are made. Yeah. Because we were talking about that earlier. Like, there are... You could write so many killer documentaries on movies that we almost got. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd love those. But we got into a a very historical moment just now, y'all. Just because, like... History is kind of one of the things the three of us do like talking about. Uh, weird little anecdotes and stuff like that, and other factoids that just pop up. Um, I'm trying to think. That was, that was very deep, y'all. That was very deep. <laughs> it was uh, very educational. Mm-hmm. Reading Rainbow. Oh my God. Reading Rainbow. You're looking at me so hard. You leaned in like this as I'm, I'm talking. Hum. I'm like, why are you looking at me? Oh. I'm just humming. Uh-oh. I'm trying to think. What else? Uh, what's one of the movies? I mean, even though this is not a movie episode, but now I'm in the, 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 the mood for a quick little convo on a movie. What's a movie you would kill for a sequel for? Or a spinoff of? Because sometimes sequels, like, come too late and too, too, you know, not enough hmm. more information that we need you know, it's not like we need Inglorious Bastards to Electric Boogaloo. That's not something we need. See, that's a hard question because it makes me wonder, like, there's some sequels you want just because you want to see a certain character or two again, you know? Mm-hmm. But you also know that there's no real conflict to be had, so there wouldn't really be a story. Yeah. So it's like, do what, what do I think would be 
a great sequel that up to a movie I love, you know, that has potential as well, or is it just something that well, I just kind of want to see the characters more? You know what I'm saying? Think about it from a, like a completionist view. What do you need to see more of that doesn't involve just that one I character? Feel like that was video games. Let me think of a movie. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, there are certain games that make like. I need a, a sequel too, so I, I get that part. I feel like that was certain movies. Let me think about that for a second. I'm like scanning my archive. You guys can go if you think of what I'm thinking. For me, I mean, I would like Big Trouble with China. Only cause I Hell yeah, it. Yelena. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. We almost got a sequel to that too. You see that one? That story opens itself up really well to a sequel. It, it Not just a sequel. Well. Sequel spinoffs, uh, sidequels. I mean, in the end of the movie, there's that creature... Who's in the uh, catacomb peak thing underneath mm-hmm. the area, and you see him in the back of the truck. So there's a there's a comic book to it. If I can find it, I might have to get it for you. But like, <laughs> there's a beautiful tie off to that character, the little monster. Um, but that is a really good choice because like, mm-hmm. every time I talk about Big Trouble in Little China, everybody's like, it's a classic '80s movie, and it's by Carpenter. I mean, come on, I like it. Carpenter's like king of all the weird and good. Yeah. I mean, it's campy, but I like the fact that it's campy. It, of course, could you make a movie like that? Today? Probably not. You see how it is nowadays in the political PC threat. culture, yeah. certain no things. I think that's part of the problem with like certain comedy. Mm. And everybody's going to say, Michael, well, you can't say that. Uh, I've done some sets of stand-up. I'm not like gloating about being like super funny. I'm funny to a degree. Certain things I say, hilarious. Certain things I do, hilarious. Do I know how to navigate the, the, the PC world? Not entirely, because, like, I'm... I want to learn the proper, like, vocab to use for people, you know? Like, if someone has a different pronoun than what I'm used to using, tell me so I can use the right pronoun. I want to show you the right amount of respect that you show me. Well, I just want to show you respect, period. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not going to say I know how to get through, like, the PC culture of today. I I do think that there are some things that people get really upset about that, like... It's a stretch. Like, I'm watching, well, not watching it anymore, but I was watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? And there, of course, are a lot of people who are woke and they study this stuff and they're like, oh, I'm all about, you know, the comics and I know the comics and blah, blah, blah. And there's this one girl, right? So Sam Wilson has some nephews and they call him Uncle Sam. Mm. And she goes, I see what you did, Marvel. You're not even slick. Why would they be calling him Uncle Sam? Dummy, that's because they are his nephews. And he is their uncle. And the motherfucker's name is Sam. It's, it's not that deep. You're over you're overreaching. At the very most, you might see it kind of go, huh, that's cute. And let it go. It doesn't mean like... But she's... this. One, I'm not calling her dumb. Sweetheart, if you find... Is this a TikTok? This was on TikTok. Okay. And she went off and made a whole video about it. And I'm not calling her dumb. You know, because like some of these babies, when they join the party of being woke and being understanding of other cultures and all this other stuff, they don't get that what they're saying ain't what everybody else saw. Okay, you know what it reminds me of, if I can say this real say quick? Say So, somebody that I I love and hate in equal measure, like as a scientist, I can respect him as a person that can't stand him. Oh, God. Dawkins, yeah, right? Richard Dawkins. Mm-hmm. But there was this one thing he said about somebody, about just people in general. He's talking about the whole Brexit thing. I'm not going to get into politics. That's what he was talking about. And he talks about people having opinions. People will say, oh, everyone's entitled to their opinion. He has a whole video where he's like, no, you're fucking not. He's like, if you, and I agree with him to an extent, to an extent, he's like, if you don't have the knowledge of a certain issue. You don't get to have the opinion. Your opinion should not have the same weight as someone, like, if you're talking about, like, astrophysics, someone who's an expert at this, you can't be like, well, that actually doesn't look like Jupiter. It looks uh, kind of greenish. It might be Venus, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Your opinion shouldn't have the same weight no. as this person who's done all this. So I get what you're like, saying, because let's put it in the level of three, right? Yeah. The three of us are very well-versed in a lot of stuff. I'm not harping on us. I'm not tooting our own horns. Yeah, but you guys are more versed in comic shit than I am, and I can respect no, that. So yeah. my, my, well, I like this movie. I also am not going to be like, well, my opinion is just as valid as you guys, but you guys research that yeah, shit. Yeah, what I'm saying, though, yeah. is compared to like you, me, Yelena talking to some random Joe Schmo off the corner who doesn't know anything about like nuclear physics or anything. Yeah. The three of us are going in with we are not verse in this, but from our understanding mm-hmm. and anything we've studied in our own spare time. Yeah, this is what I know. But then as opposed but to then Joe Schmo who's like, oh, Tyson walks knows. up and says something to both of us, all three of us all were like, my bad, dude. 
You know, Mr. Mr. DeGrasse Tyson, Mr. Neil. Can I call you Neil? No. You said Mr. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Sir Neil. Mr. Sir Neil. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Sir Neil. Uh, uh, yeah, what Sir, you said. Uh, but see, very much right away, I'll be like, there's no way I'm going to say my opinion is as valid as his. No, because my opinion no. don't. I don't. Un- like, you ask me about black hole theory. You can have a. You can have an opinion I can have an opinion. It, but like. But my opinion ain't the same as freaking Stephen Hawking. So yeah, like I don't want to say the the girl. Obviously, she's not. I won't say anyone's dumb, but I will always say I don't think you should act like you know everything when you definitely have more to learn. I'm, if you're yeah. honest and you say, "Look, this is my opinion," but also I'm new to this, or also I don't know all the backstory, what I can respect you. Because with saying all that, say this. Mm-hmm. Now, Mama, I don't agree with her personal choice, but I do believe that her message and theory is correct. And a majority of the other videos she was talking about Falcon on the Winter Soldier. Because there were a lot of racists who don't realize that they're racists mm-hmm. by telling black and brown people that this show is not about racism. When? <laughs> Kevin Feige himself said the biggest villain in this show is going to be racism. Okay, Mr. Feige, okay, all right, nice, nice, nice. I don't understand why the blacks are just picking. They're trying to find reasons to make this show about race, and it's not. The, the white man who's in charge of the company just said it was. Now, I'm not saying we're supposed to lean on the white people for everything, but that white man said that the biggest enemy in this show is racism. So how are you watching the same thing I'm watching and don't still get the point? Hmm. I have a question. Going back to what you said earlier, is that also your movie of choice? What she said. No, because I have I have mine now. Mine isn't that, but like Yelena's choice on uh, Big Trouble is it's good. Awesome movie. What's yours? <laughs> I'm gonna say, but I also have to like walk away to plug in my computers. I don't want to die on us in a second. But um, no, it's fine. I'll do it. We can pause it and then come back to it. That's right. I can't pause it, can I? See. Okay, so we are charged and ready to go. So. It's a movie actually I rewatched with Yelena recently. She hadn't seen it in years, and I had rewatched it again a few months ago. But Bend It Like Beckham would be awesome for a sequel. <laughs> I mean, last you heard, like they got the scholarship to go play at what UCLA or whatever. UCLA or was it USC? UCLA. It was, I think it was UCLA. Yeah, and it's funny because we watched another. It's a series of videos on YouTube. I think on a channel called Wired. I think it's the YouTube channel. But they have like the why it's almost impossible to dot dot dot. It's like mini docu series that breaks down like the limits of the human body mm-hmm. why it's almost impossible to jump this high or whatever and they look at people who are experts in athletes or mathematicians or whatever basically calculating why we can't go further or why maybe we can and talking about um soccer and they're talking about bending a ball like Beckham does and stuff and the science behind it and at that same school Brandy Chastain the famous soccer player who won the one who the World Cup. took her shirt off yeah, and like running. dropped to her knees and like screamed. She yeah. works there now with, with that team. And I was like, man, that would be the coolest movie because like this soccer player that they looked up to, they would have been playing at the school that she, well, maybe not then, but now they're older. It would be cool to have like a, I don't know, a sequel. It would also be cool to see the, uh, the way the dynamic of women's soccer is because there was that controversy that happened about Three years, four years ago now, back in the last World Cup. That wasn't three years. It was like two years ago. If that was it, the two years ago. There was if some, that had something to do with the pay that they received. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that they were pissed because, as talking about teams, okay, yeah, yeah, between the U.S. men and the U.S. women, yeah. who has more accolades internationally in the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, the women. The women have won like fucking four World Cups. You know, I'm gonna say this, and it's not me being. Uh, well, I forget what the fucking term is, but it's not me trying to be a sympathizer or be a simp or whatever. But, is that what simp is short for? Is that I was wondering? Because they spell it with an I and it always weirds me out. Like, <laughs> I why is it? I always thought it was short for like simple is the way they spell it. But Who fucking knows these kids? God, I hate that term though to an extent though. I really do because God forbid you're actually a nice guy. Heavens forbid. God, heaven forbid you like give a girl a I, genuine I, compliment. I do agree that there's some dudes, the fedora wearing men, my lady. I do agree that, <laughs> you guys um, couldn't see it, but the face Michael made was the most pompous like scrunched <laughs> I do believe that some of those guys go above and beyond because they're trying to get some time. and you like, can tell when someone's try hard in it's so annoying being in a room with a bunch of dudes who are like if you ever need anything my dear I can do whatever you need and then the moment the girl walks away they're like man fuck that bitch yeah no 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 that's not who you were five seconds ago go back to him He's annoying, but at least I I, I can sympathize. Ugh, but then God forbid you're with your boys and they know you like a certain girl and you want to tell her. I'll fucking like that. Oh, and you want to tell her like, hey, 
I like what you did with your hair today. Oh, sip. So I'm like, yeah. you can't just give a girl a compliment. But and see, that's 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 that delves into that toxic masculinity. Obviously, you know, simping is a thing, especially when people like you. I said. just think it's disgusting in general. But not to sound and then like there's a certain simp. girls who exploit that. Yeah. Another conversation, but yeah. Hashtag Twitch. <laughs> yeah. But mm, but uh, the I <laughs> the idea that men don't get, and I'm not saying all men don't get it. Like you don't. I shouldn't have to say. Doesn't your mom deserve more pay? Doesn't your sister deserve more pay? Doesn't yeah. your auntie, your best friend who's a female, you're this? If she does a job mm-hmm. and has been there longer than I have. I should just shut my mouth because she deserves the money. I don't money. get how it's even a discussion. That's what blows my mind. I'm like, you guys act like we're, you guys act like we're in the suffragette movement. Like that, that talking about this is so like crazy. Like, well, why Go do women 20s, need this? Yeah. Why do women need? I'm like, why is this even a thing? For one, like, yeah, some it. of these husbands ain't worth a cuss. Statistically, not just saying that some of the wives aren't worth a cuss, but like people in general are not in the same. It's it's the same argument that we have with our parents about like you should have more money saved up. In theory, I should. I mean, yeah, a lot of right. things should be happening in our country but guess right what? now. <laughs> we live is, our like, lives the way we live it because we're not getting it later on. People want to say, "Oh, it's about qualifications," and I say, "And I'm like, that's funny because statistically, more women are going to university now than men are. Oh yeah, it's over like what fifty-two. Because dudes are going to learn a trade. Because guess what? Something that some some of the women have known for years. Hey, you having a degree in something? Don't prove that you know shit. Mm-hmm. Don't also prove that you're gonna Some get a the job. Some most experienced in shit. people don't have degrees, and they are amazing at their jobs. Yeah, so like, it's about what do you bring to the table? How, like you said, experience. How long have you been working in this? In my opinion, I'm like, if you're new to something, you are gonna get lower pay than somebody who's been there for 20 years. Unless I hired you on with the specifics that oh shit, Avery knows everything. Mm-hmm. You should be making what a ground level employee like, makes. If you know all this stuff, then that's the difference. That's the argument where I could mm-hmm. say, well, Avery came in knowing all this stuff already, not needing to be trained, not yeah. needing to be blah, blah, blah. This is why Avery makes. Or I was a makes... from another place and I had done it before. Hell, even if you weren't. But like yeah. saying you knew all this stuff, yeah. right? You graduated straight out of MIT. Mm-hmm. But then some people but like. I interning your ass. You came from MIT. Get your ass mm-hmm. to work. And then <laughs> someone like Yelena, yeah. like about what job that she has yet again you get your ass to work you have a degree not in the field that they wanted you to have but she has a degree and because of that and the fact that you were really good at your job she started as a temp right my dad's like i want to hire her full-time he vouched for her and everyone else at the company's like she's great basically talked to his higher up who talked to their higher up and got her a salary slightly higher than what she should be having yeah because guaranteed because well my dad was like and everyone there's like this bitch busts her ass like you the do end. your job not calling you a bitch like you know yeah, what I'm saying but that's in but general Yelena, like she does like three different jobs sometimes in certain days you know what I mean and mm-hmm. but that was a good example of she's new here but she deserves this because here's what she's doing one of my friends is very good she's very good very disturbingly good at like marketing nice. and you would think that like people would would, would value that no but you know, I don't want to spill too much tea on that or anything in general because, like, you know, you get into this sticky situation where companies then decide, oh, you're too vocal for our own taste. So I just don't get it. Like when people say that stuff, I sit there and I go, see, it's one of those things where, like, my parents, you know, my parents interracial marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Things like interracial relationships, I keep forgetting are still a big deal, quote unquote. I use, I'm actually using air quotes right now, big deal, because I, I, to me, it's just normal. And I see discussions on things like that. And people are like, well, like the Cheerios commercial that came out with the beautiful mixed girl, right? Her parents black and white. And everyone's like, controversial commercial. And I'm like, where? What about it's controversial? Because they're eating and, Cheerios and not Honey Nut. Because Cheerios don't got no flavor. That's because, why it's controversial, is it, right? Yeah, I about to say because they gave her the bland stuff, right? Because they that is her, controversial. Mm, I get that with that. So they, they gave her almond milk instead of soy. Oh, right? Okay, like, no, I mean, no, they were like, oh, controversial, stirring the waters and all this stuff. Well, it's like, like there were some of them religious nuts who were out there trying to find, you know, the Bible says interracial marriage is, is it's not right. Where? Everyone was <laughs> oh fucking everybody. You know, I remember so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so begat oh, so-and-so. I would like to put out there, okay, that the Jews, I mean, the Jews are what they are because they obviously spread their religion. They obviously allowed people who were not Semitic into the fold. Okay? Yeah. You wouldn't have 
Ashkenazi Jews, they're Europeans, for Christ's sake. Judaism is from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. The original Jews were Semitic people, Mm -hmm. Semitic speakers. They have closer ties to Arabs than they do to the fucking don't you Polish love it? Don't you people. love it when she goes okay. into history? I I'm love just it. saying. It's Go. Just, she, she's a history major, so I love it when she goes into already. She ran for it. I get pissed off She gets mad that, at it. She gets really mad at it, and it bothers me, too. Because, I mean, we wouldn't have Judaism. The we wouldn't have a lot because of that, though. Like, thinking about it, like, that's what irritates me when people say small-time stuff. Or, like, small-time to me, not, not just, like... Small time, to me personally, mm-hmm. whenever I say small time, is just stupid thinking. Like, I don't think that anyone who comes from the South is dumb. I don't think, I think that you can be dumb from wherever. Mm-hmm. But when you're dumb and influential is when you're a problem. That's when you're toxic. Yeah. I because, will have to, um, in a second, mm-hmm. before I go to my thought, I will have to pause and ask you if I should discuss that thought coming okay. up. It's related to this, but remind me. Um... But the idea that people still argue over where, like, I just don't understand. I, I can't blah, blah, blah. Racism is a stupid thought. I don't get it. I, I genuinely don't understand it. I, I'm not saying that, that you can't hate people. But why does their skin color have to matter with why you hate them? Like, I why hate that guy. Why? Well, he, grown... kicks, he kicks puppies on Friday nights. Ooh. That's a that good reason. Me too. Yeah, exactly. He also is black. Wait a minute. Why did that last part need to come out your mouth? Mm-hmm. The only reason it would ever come out my mouth is if I'm like, which guy is the one that kills, kicks puppies? That guy. Just point to him. Cool. That guy. That's all you need to tell me. Him. He's a piece of shit. Cool. Huh. I don't That's get all it. I need to I know. Don't get, I don't get how... Like, I love it. <laughs> I love it when people when they say that and they act like they're not racist. But you know when they whisper, they're like, and they... And, Guy. The black guy. <laughs> like, well, why are you not talking about? Like, why? It's not even just a whisper. whisper. It's the the black guy, and then this like look to the center. And the, the, or they, like that guy, the Asian one. Um, like, if you're not racist, why in the fuck what? are you whispering? Yeah. The gentleman over there, the one with the green shirt on. Is this person of color? Yes. Okay. No. Why did but he need to ask that? He got a green shirt right. on. I mean, honestly, like, is it necessary? Even like, like you said with the conversation, I mean, it's the yeah. only guy over there, green shirt or not. You want to know something funny? In the corner over here, I'm like, it's that guy. The reason I know I can't be racist. I'm gonna let y'all know this now. It's gonna it's gonna sound shocking, uh, guys. I'm getting ready to say something. If you're listening out there in the real world, in the IRLs, I'm getting ready to say something real, real, real inappropriate, real shocking, real, real, real disgusting. And I'm sorry. And I don't want you guys to think any less of me. I'm too fat to be racist. There's too much good fucking food from all these other <laughs> motherfucking cultures that I will not be able to indulge Wait, in. Is there such a thing? I don't like the term foodie, quote unquote. But is there such a thing as a racist foodie? I need to find a out. Serious question, because I like, would like to ask that because I see uh, Asian foods of all dialects, and I'm like, ooh, wait. I see European foods of all dialects. And all I'm you like, want to know is how do I pronounce the name of this so I can order yeah, it again? Hey, hey, it's delicious. hey. Uh, I want that thing with the thing. That thing you gave me last time. Stop playing around. Tell me how to say it. How do you say it? Ah, oh, okay, cool. Fufu and a goosey. That thing. Dad, I want some of that. Put that thing where I've got a mold bread in my fingers like that and pop that thing in my mouth. What? What is it? Empanada. Ooh, she sound good. Put that. Put 12 of them on the plate. <laughs> I'm too fat to want to enjoy that stuff. Even when I was thin, there was too much of that food curiosity in me. There was like, ooh, noodles. That's me with languages. Like the moment I hear anyone speak a language, I'm like, ooh. Not just that, more. different cultures bring different things to the table. It's different flavor. forms of dancing. Like, the actor in me is like, bitch, I gotta be the best dancer in the world. Show me the dance moves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Alright, so, basically my thought that tied into that was a discussion I had with my mom recently. We were talking about, well, neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. Talking about racism, so neo-Nazis. I told her, I never understood it because these are people who... Not only, like, traditionally, when you see it in your mind, you always think, KKK, you hate black people. It's all people really see. And it's more than that. Obviously, they hate everybody, right? The Romani, the, the, the LGBTQIs. And then the amount of people who are white that they also hate, like Italians, who I don't really consider fully, well, white. Italians are Mediterranean, firstly. They're olive-toned Mediterranean people, in my opinion. But I hate people just lump them in as, oh, they're white because their skin is light. Not necessarily anyway there are cultural, dif- cultural differences that genetic differences well, I mean, that. They're, they're, they're other parts of the world don't consider race in the same way that americans do i mean balkan people have different phenotypic features all these different things you know what i'm saying and and then people who they also hate you know italians and irish people and i'm like you guys say all these things i'm like you guys act like down your line 
your great great someone somewhere or another might not have been Polish. Hey, you can't say that. Might not. You know, been. you're gonna upset them. They, they, they. Oh. <laughs> they're gonna be oh. like, wait. My no, no, no. my family tree doesn't have I anyone only, from most. I only world. come from. You're saying you don't even come from Scotland. No, we're just American. We're just American. Only. Well, y'all know that uh, at some or point. Germanic. Or Germanic, whatever, or German. God or forbid, you're actually further north, part Polish, like um, Scandinavian too. Some of these people. But you know what I'm saying? They they, 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 they like to say mm-hmm. that they're. Mm-hmm. This. I'm like, please do a DNA test and just look at What's how much of you What's irritating to me, is though, is funny because, like, tying hate. it into what I said about, like, food, they love them some Mexicans. They love the Mexican Did food. Did you see the movie Black Klansman? Yeah. When he was talking about, like, Aunt Jemima, the, the yeah. foods and stuff, and he's like, I kind of like that food. I'm like, of course you fucking like that food. Because it's eat. good. It speaks to your soul. Yeah, it good makes you food feel good on the soul. inside. Ain't nothing worse than going somewhere, right? He's like, I really hate black you people, got- but man, I love their food. I'm like, hmm? then you don't hate black people. No. Like you can't be entire like that's what that's that's so you disturbing to me. You hate. can't fully be racist and then enjoy uh, we was we went down there and made uh, some tacos. Like and I'm sure there's some people who are a little bit more educated than the three of us in what constitutes racism versus what doesn't constitute racism. I'm like, go eat a nice plate of collard greens at a family's home and then tell me you're a racist. Child. That food will change. Or your some life. mac and cheese. Guess what? I have a very provocative th- uh, feeling on mac and cheese. I do believe that there are only three ways of properly making mac and cheese, and the rest of them, you're just making a casserole at that point. <laughs> I ain't trying to be offensive, but you're making a casserole. My grandmother makes the best mac and cheese. She does that thing where she bakes it, you know, and then browns it. She does it until it's brown on top because I like the brown. Hey. But when Elena came here, you had collards with us for the first time when you came here, right? And Elena was like, what is that? So the collard greens. She was oh, cool. She'd heard of them, obviously, and you tasted them, and you were just like, heaven. <laughs> Baked mac and cheese. I'm sorry. The only place you can get that in New York pretty much is like Harlem, probably like yeah. really good. Or your grandma's house. Well, talk to yeah. someone like oh, good like college. Yeah. yeah, Harlem. Hell yeah. yeah Harlem's got like that traditional like southern. There's this place out near us that has. There's highly rated, and I'll say it off the air, but like they are said to have had the best of all the southern food. I, gotcha. I can't stand. Um, certain types of southern food uh, like soul cooking or soul food because like i feel like it's on a, a, a hawk still like on a bone like certain things like, i like that. my nana likes ham hocks and stuff and i'm like oh, i don't like that i don't like pig's feet i don't like but i'll I eat like, the jowl I don't, like, I don't like neck bones either it's just, I don't it's just eat a that. thing with bones in it i won't do me. that but jowl that that uh-huh pig mouth see if meat. it's just the meat if it's just the meat i'm fine i just don't like <laughs> eating off the bone it's oh just yeah meat. and then it'd be fatty Ooh. my nana you know what she also loves she loves that liver pudding stuff Depending on who makes She gets it like this local place and they actually have it in Walmart but from this local Nieces thing. probably. I don't know. It's that, it's that kind of white paper wrapper with the pig on the front and the circle. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Mm-hmm. And she takes that, she'll cut it and just fry it up. And she's like, do you want to try this? I'm like, sure, I had a piece of it. My only qualm with it, salty as fuck. I'm not one to Child. do that. I can't eat liver. No, I just it's just salty as hell. That's the I'll only eat something. Issue. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll taste it. I'm epicurious. I want to try it. Give me it. I'll sample it. But don't let it be nasty, because I'm never going to eat it. I'm, I'm I like, mean, let me season it myself. I want to add my own. Well, it's like okay, one of my two of my favorite tacos, right? Mm-hmm. Birria mm-hmm. and chorizo. Love I'll slap somebody down for some chorizo tacos, especially if they can get that nice little crisp, crispy, crunchy, crackety little mm-hmm. bits on the outside, and then it'd be that succulent, juicy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. See, I love fish tacos. We you know why I don't also don't like them. Because some people don't know how to cook. No fish. one makes them fucking right. They're either, again, too salty, too much breading, not enough fish. All you need to do, honestly, is just grill that fish with no breading. That's how I feel and about some salmon or like tuna uh, croquettes or whatever. Yeah, you don't need to bread it. You don't need to do all the shit. Just put some lemon or lime juice on that. Or if you're going to bread it, make it a light breading. Yeah. Don't beat around the bush. Just give me what I'm like, here for to meat, the fish. I just won't. The fish. There's one restaurant here that I'm not going to name because I actually love the restaurant. I just don't like the fish tacos because, well, they're way too salty, but they beer batter them, which it's good. Oh, she nasty. It's nasty. good, but, but it's almost too much bread, you know? Yeah. And it's too Because instead of them doing a dip and drop, a dip and drop, no, a dip and like drop, it's like fish, a dip and soak. My fish shouldn't look like a corn dog when I bite into it, you know no. what I mean? But I can't complain because that place is, it still tastes delicious. It's just really salty. But That's like, so I'm not going to lie. Even though I don't really mess with McDonald's that often anymore. Like, I think the last time I had McDonald's was maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. That dang fish filet do slap, though. Still slap. Dude, when you get that with some hot fries, the filet fish can, like... Oh, yeah. When you get it and it's hot. My mom taught me this trick, which obviously... 
leave it to a black mom to teach you this trick. She's like, nah, if you want a real fresh burger that's not been sitting under a light, just order something slightly different on it. So she'd be like, can I have extra onions? Or whatever. If you add one little thing different, they'll make it from scratch. If you don't, they'll give you that one that's been under the heating lamp and it's dry as fuck. So if you get a filet of fish, <laughs> just say like, hard. oh, can I have, can I have like extra tartar sauce? Bread extra like, hard. That's the thing about the filet of fish though, because you can't change it too much without asking for cheese on like no cheese or something. I don't know. That's all no tartar, because I can't stand tartar sauce. I'm like a, a purist when it comes you get to like fresh, my then. yeah, like uh, burgers. Don't put no ketchup on it, because I don't like ketchup. For one, and then for two, I want to taste the meat. I want to taste. I want to taste a little bit of salt, I like pepper, ketchup, nutmeg, or whatever the hell you're putting enough. in it mm -hmm. to make your 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 signature. It's like barbecue. Yeah, you can bring the sauces out. I might little 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 dip, little little put some <laughs> of that on there. But I'm gonna try to taste the meat first because I'm gonna want to say. I like to put it on the side. Ooh, that hickory like smoke. Oh, that really hickory smoke. I taste the hickory in there that was baby. This, when I worked at TGI Fridays, and I hated working at TGI Fridays. I love the food. I just hated working there, and I don't mind saying that. I'm never going back to work there. Fuck that. But um, food's amazing. But they had this burger. I don't even know if they have it anymore. But they added these like three or four new burgers there when I was there. So they did that thing where they brought them out and cut it for us. Like, oh, everyone gets to sample it. So when people ask you what it tastes like, you can tell them. And there's this one. And I can see it in my head. I don't remember what it was called. It was one of those tall oh. pub style burgers, you know? And it had like two patties, whatever. And it had these caramelized onions on top huh. with the Jack Daniels sauce. They drizzled over it. That stuff hit so hard. It was so good because they would put the sauce on, you would think, nah, it'd be too soggy. The bread, they would toast separately. So when they put it on, it still had that crunch. Oh my God. That's why your best. eyes flutter. Because that's the best Gosh, part about a good burger. Good. It was when good. The, when the top bun and the bottom of the bun is You cut it soft, open like this. But that inside got a nice crunch to hold everything. When you slice it like a cake and you open it, the bread was still dry. And you, the only wet thing about it was like the onions, but mm -hmm. the sauce wasn't like. And caramelized onions—that's a slept on top. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find a picture of burgers. it. But um. I had a pizza once that had caramelized onions on it. It was caramelized onions, feta. You can make this mozzarella too, and pear, mm -hmm. and then there was like prosciutto. I said, "Oh, I'm about to be pregnant." Would you like to keep going and make it like a part two? Because I mean, we're, yeah. we're at like a, a minute and ten, an hour and ten minutes. Y'all, so we're gonna take a brief pause, and then we will be right back with. The final few questions that I do want to talk to Avery and Yelena about. Alright, real quick. Alright, everybody, we're gonna tie up this part of the episode because we're gonna come back for a part dos for the second part for everyone to enjoy. That was me pretending to be Anthony Banderas as the Nasen X B. He was the Nasen X B. Yes, I am the Nasen X B. The sexiest bee in the world. <laughs> Make sure your nasal passages are clean from the pollen. Why am I weirdly attracted to this bee? Hello, Mr. Nathan. They were going to cast me in the bee movie. They were going to cast me in the bee movie, but I was too distracting. Um, <laughs> but we're going to end this episode. And uh, we'll see y'all in the next episode. Part two.